Yo, this is Willie Terry, your Roman label correspondent for the Hustle Mohawk Network. And I'm here today at the uh, Label Temple in Albany, New York, where they're having a big rally uh, called Get Out to Vote Rally. There's a lot of union representation here today, and I think they're expecting Captain Hopeful, so uh, they haven't started yet. And I have as my guest Gustavo Santos. And Gustavo, you and I'm a PEF member. I'm an executive board uh, 490 for PEF. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on this uh, upcoming election? Why do you think it's so important? Well, it's a very important election because we have a lot, a lot to lose in terms of uh, working, working people. Um, we have um, a lot of issues uh, that are important to be addressed in uh, the state of New York. And, uh, and I think the governor, the governor definitely is doing a great job in terms of uh, making sure that the issues of labor uh, are being addressed, especially with uh, tier five and six. Okay. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I have also have as my guest. Sharon De Silva. How you doing, Sharon? Hi, how are you, really? Pleasure to see you. And Sharon, give me your thoughts on this rally right here today. Oh, this rally was wonderful, wonderful. We had so many labor representatives here, many labor leaders, members from SEIU, from PEF, where I'm from, vice president. Um, We have PEF members, we have SEIU. Um, AFL-CIO President Mario Salento was here and it was just wonderful to see so much unity and diversity um, represented here today. And you being a union officer, I do have one another question for you. Yes. Now, we've been trying to get the PRO Act passed for quite a while. Yes, we have. Now, do you think uh, any of these parties will pass this PRO Act if they get there? Well, we've been pushing for it. We've been um, mm-hmm. announcing it to our members, mm-hmm. and not just PEF, but many unions throughout the state, throughout the country, uh, because this is a federal act that's important for um, labor and the continued um, strength of labor in America. So it's really important for the news to get out there to all of the members to help um, support their federal uh, legislators to make sure that the PRO Act is passed. Mm-hmm. And it seems like uh, Governor Hochul, she's uh, high, high up on diversity. You know, she even got Anthony Delgado to be her lieutenant governor. You know, how do you think about that? Well, I think it's wonderful. Diversity, equity, and inclusion is not just three letters, right? They're act- it, re- it actually represents three words. And it's important because this country is moving in a direction where we need to show more diversity, equity, and inclusion in the public se- sector, the private sector, in our communities, in our courtrooms, everywhere we turn. We need to show that this is a diverse state and a diverse country, and we need to continue to support any type of effort that supports uh, diversity diversity and inclusion. We need to support, we need to show diversity in race, ethnicity, and sexual orientation, and age, and intellectual ability. Everywhere we turn, we want to see diversity. That's, diversity makes this country strong. It has been from the beginning of time, and it will continue to do so. And, and Gustavo, uh, the court, which is kind of, they said, very right-wing, the Supreme Court, and, and then in the news recently, they're saying that they're getting ready to uh, get rid of affirmative action. What impact would that have on uh, people of color if they get rid of affirmative action? It certainly will because I'm an affirmative action kid. I was part of the EOP program when I went to SUNY Albany and it certainly opened up a lot of doors for myself and for my family 
and a lot of working class people. Uh, and uh, affirmative action should stay because um, it's, it's not done in terms of uh, the civil rights movement. It's going to be here forever and it's, it's not ending and it's not going to end today or tomorrow. We still have a lot of work to do in terms of our civil rights and, and making sure that people of color get an opportunity to go to get into this university to become uh, a success like I'm a, like I am you are and uh, Sharon is these days all right yes thank you and Sharon uh, what do you think about that uh, from the action I think it would I think it would be a major injustice. I think people need to understand why affirmative action was even important to begin with, right? We didn't we, we didn't leave Africa. We were stolen and we were brought here as slaves. So, we didn't have a choice. And the the type of of destruction that it caused and slavery caused to families, breaking families up. I'm from Trinidad. Gustavo is from Honduras and they destroyed. Slavery destroyed so many lives. Brought to America, came to America and fighting for basic things that everybody should have, you know, and affirmative action is the reason why I'm standing here speaking with you today. I was an EOP educational opportunity um, student, just like many other students throughout New York State. And if it wasn't for EOP, I wouldn't be standing here because my family couldn't afford it. There are individuals born, born right here in America that can't afford to go to school. EOP gave us that opportunity. I have four degrees, a double major, a master's and a law degree because of affirmative action. And I am here standing, representing PEF, representing minorities, and representing women, to say yes, with the right opportunity, which is affirmative action. Affirmative action is about opportunity, opportunity that we deserve, because black people were lynched in this country to learn how, trying to learn how to read and write. Can you imagine being lynched? trying to learn how to read and write. So how can you tell me affirmative action is not needed? Of course it's needed. What other race was lynched trying to learn to read and write? We deserve to be in those universities and colleges just like any other race does. And affirmative action cannot be destroyed. And what the, what the uh, right wing say is that, hey, we wasn't here when that happened. You know, we weren't born. But we suffered as a result of what happened to our ancestors. We are descendants, and if you go on Netflix, you will see a show called Descendant. It's a documentary about the last slave ship that was brought to, brought to America um, called the Clotilde. So take a look at that documentary and it will teach you about our history, about the last slave ship illegally brought to America and tell me that those individuals living there doesn't deserve some kind of reparation for the, for the struggles that they went through. Okay, Sharon, thank you for that perspective. Thank you. Sharon and Gustavo, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Willie. Thank you, Willie. From our next speaker, and we printed hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands of on labor and I votes. Let's remind everybody labor members vote, union members vote, and they vote because what you do in office matters. So, as Democrats, we're going to deliver for those union members each and every day. Now, let's bring up the voice of the largest number of labor union members, not in just this state, but this country. Our New York State AFL CIO President, Mario Salento. Look, 
I just want to say, seriously, uh, uh, truly, I am so honored to be here today on behalf of the two and a half million members of the state AFL. Yeah. Yeah. And to see here tonight, this is who we are. This is what we are as a labor movement. I see members from public sector unions and private sector unions and yeah. building trades unions. Yeah. I see us all here together. Because you know, in the labor movement, that's our strength. Our diversity is our strength. They think it's the number. They think it's two and a half million. It's not. It's that diversity of our membership. Our members come from every race and religion and culture and ethnicity and sexual Stand side by side and shoulder to shoulder with our governor, Kathy Hochul. Yeah. 